Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, even Captain Rusty joining us today as we navigate the latest boating news and information and celebrate 17 years on the air. Yes, we are beginning our 17th year broadcast of the World of Boating. Uh, Time flies when you're drinking rum, I think, is the appropriate uh, term. And uh, there you go, 17 years uh, in a flash of an eye. And here we are still going strong or limping along, depending on your perspective. What do you say, Patrick? Um, I have no perspective. Okay. He has no perspective at all. Uh, we Rusty. Are thriving. We are thriving, thriving, according to Mike the Mariner. And, and Rusty. Mike's been, yes. Mike's been with us for 10 shows. What well, are you okay. talking about? Well, that's enough. I'm I mean, still under warranty. I am exactly. Still under warranty. That's right. We can uh, we can send <laughs> him back. You are leftover. You are a leftover. <laughs> He's still under that- warranty. Yes. <laughs> so if so, he if he gets out of line, you- we can we can send him back. I guess. Right. Yeah. No. So the gift the gift just yeah. so you know for 17th anniversary is yeah. furniture. Furniture. Okay. Furniture it represents sturdiness as and a good investment. Okay. So so furniture. we should get a what a. Perfect. a a designated ottoman or something, or what? Do you- no, Mike. Mike no, got a boat. No, I want a. I want a stid helm chair. A helm chair. Okay, that counts as furniture, I guess. I guess I was thinking more, you know, <laughs> more practical, even uh, off the water. Uh, well, but Greg, Greg, oh, Greg. A, a, a bean bag. How about that? A bean bag chair. Ooh, yeah, I like those. Yeah, okay, yeah. Patrick, Rusty, you'll never get up out of one. <laughs> well, you should have <laughs> I, to. I, I would pay. I would pay money. The, the beanbag cam for Rusty. You know, I I, I actually have one, and yeah. but when I was at the last boat show, the Ocean Tamer people were there, and I, I looked at them, and I want some more. My problem is I have nowhere to store them. They just take up a lot of room most of the time. Yeah. But I, I do like them. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I, I guess we found out something about Rusty after 17 years that he, yeah. he does prefer beanbag chairs. But I, I like them. Th- this is what you're going to expect on a show like today. Happy anniversary, baby. Yeah, you could do that. You could happy anniversary, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Barry the bugger or boater is not with us today because uh, he got his vaccine yesterday and he's a little under the weather. So he is celebrating in bed uh, or probably sleeping, um, which is pretty much uh, what he does every week on the show sometimes, actually. It's not that far out of the... Ordinary, would you say, Patrick, or what? So, no. Greg, you are celebrating the 17th year on the air by denigrating the very people who help you do the show. Yep. That's just how okay. we roll. Glad nothing's roll. changed after yep. 17 years. You know, hey, what when you have when a formula, when you have a formula, you stick with it, right? <laughs> what, what happens that, when I'm not around? Yeah. Oh, we have a great show. Well, uh, Mike uh-huh. the Mariner, he's, oh. you know. He he actually is. There's he doesn't have any flaws, unlike the rest of the crew. So there's not much we can say. So poorly true. About. So Greg, yeah. that that would have been you started the show then in 2004, right? 
Uh, yes, that is correct. April so, Fool's Day actually is our anniversary. No fooling. Th- so. Think about all the things that didn't exist in 2004 uh, you know, when you started the show. Other than this show. Hmm. Well, uh, what? Let's see. Uh, right, were iPhones around then? TVs. No. Um, I don't know. What? Uh, no, you didn't. You didn't have the the flat screens like we have now. You didn't okay. have the smart TVs. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you were still probably dealing with brick or flip phones. Okay. Yeah. Um, no smartphones. Hmm. Radio see. was in its infancy, so they had just discovered the <laughs> FM band. Okay. All right. I think I think our math might be slightly off. That's what happens when we don't have Barry the accountant with us to keep us in line. Well, on the math there. Now, now, just so you do know, the average income was $45,817 that, that time. George Bush was president, and a yeah. first-class stamp was $0.37. Cents. All right. Well, yeah, well, what, nice what is the uh, my salary hasn't changed. I was going to say, <laughs> is that higher than it is now? <laughs> we brought the world down, didn't we? I don't know. What is the average salary now? Do we even know? I don't know. $45,000 is going to be it. Probably I was like, hasn't gone up at all. Yeah, that's one of my guesses, but I don't know. Uh, well, here, here's a here's a question for the uh, crew because mm-hmm. I want to keep this on boating. Yeah, what has changed in boating in 17 years? Mm. Well, come uh, on, you all knew this was our 17th anniversary show. Surely yeah. you got my text and you researched like I asked you to. Well, uh, certainly fuel prices. <laughs> fuel that, prices uh, were probably higher then, were they? They might even been higher then. I don't know. In 2004? Yeah. It's about $2 a gallon. All right. Not, so. a, not adjusted for uh, inflation. So. Oh, so it was, well, okay. It was 2 bucks a gallon back uh, 17 years ago hmm. on average. All right. So adjusted for inflation is probably about the same then. Wouldn't probably. That be? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how one thing. Eth- how about ethanol and fuel? We didn't have that. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about that 17 years ago, I'm guessing. Did they, Patrick? Uh, actually we did cause I did it on the other show that I did before I joined your show, mm-hmm. but it was in its infancy, you know, the, the, the blending of ethanol, but let's talk more about, you know, boats as, as general, what we, what we've seen in 17 years, you didn't see the number of outboards. You didn't see the number of center right. consoles that you're seeing right now. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing the flat screen or the glass cockpit displays, um, fly by wire systems, which were really kind of, uh, centered around uh, electronic diesel control Mm -hmm. um, and had migrated into wakeboarding becoming, you know, the wake sports market, how that exploded. That wasn't, that was, if anything was in its very infancy 17 years ago. Hmm. Okay. But now it's design uh, has changed drastically actually uh, overall. I mean, look at the boats that are being produced these days, you know, in every category from uh, from bow riders all the way up to, you know, you know, pocket yachts, you know, 40, 40 footers are now running around with outboards on them. Yep. Well, 17 years ago, if somebody had told you that there'd be a 40 foot bow rider, they would have said you were you're insane. You're there's crazy. No market for, there, there's no market for a 40 foot bow rider. Now, if you yeah. don't have one as a manufacturer, you're 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 losing out on market share. Yeah, or my like my dad's boat. My dad has a forty-two foot center console with three engines on it. When he bought that thing, I thought, "What are you doing?" You know, forty-two foot boat with three outboards on it. You know, now they have five and six outboards on them, or seven. Nobody blinks. Wait, what? Yeah. what the seven nobody, was the max we've seen. Yeah, 
So <laughs> there you and go. And then, then look at, uh, to Mike, your point on design, how the cabin has kind of become an afterthought. Cabin is relegated to sleeping or using the facilities, and everything is moving on the larger yachts, you know, 36s, 42s, 50s, is moving up to the cockpit with the galley mm-hmm. up design. Cabin doors, you are seeing, uh, have largely disappeared on a lot of models because they just want that pass through with the galley up design in the cockpit. And everybody wants that 360 degree view uh, to see and be seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, swim platforms, boats being convertible. If you had 17 years ago, somebody told you about folding down a gunnel side. <laughs> to create space and having that aft seat rotate 360 degrees, they would have they would have said, "There's no way. There's no way. Nobody's sure. going to buy that." Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and then the other thing is hull design. You know, uh, like with you know vented hulls and stepped hulls and things that you know now you know these larger boats are moving around, requiring a lot less horsepower, and efficiency has increased drastically on larger boats. Uh, my dad's boat. By the way, who, who's is, the jingle is, bells? Uh, is that a bird behind you, Mike, or what? What is? It sounds like jingle bells or something. The what? Is that a bird? Jingle bell behind you? Because yeah, you know, Mike's out on his boat, and I hear the jing 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 jing. Is that a bird? Yeah, those, those are birds. Yes, I'm on the bridge, and, and sorry about that, but yes, no, those, it's okay. I just like I didn't know flying around. He was yeah. trying to make it sound more Christmassy, more festive, since oh. it was our anniversary or something. I didn't. <laughs> hey. I'm a like, festive guy. He's wearing Rus- with bells on, right? Rusty yeah. from a de- from a dealer level. Since you've been a dealer for all of about four years, um, mm-hmm. where where was Chris Craft seventeen years ago? Because they had a revitalization, a resurgence uh, in the market. They hadn't really started that turn seventeen years ago, right? They hadn't uh, actually. Around two thousand, they were just coming out of bankruptcy, and so they were they were kind of getting their um their new models kind of as you see today but i think one of the things you talked about earlier on which is absolutely true you didn't see outboards at that time you had you know these really sleek james bond looking boats and to where the place now is those are actually starting to disappear and they're going more with you know um just looks more like a standard boat in a lot of ways than what they've had in the past so you know they're 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 about market share and you're seeing that where at once they had this just really beautiful boat and now they're trying to make a more practical boat well there you go all right so that's what it was like uh, 17 years ago let's uh, look into the future next on the world of boating stay close you're listening to the world of boating radio network Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast anniversary oh happy anniversary happy anniversary happy anniversary happy anniversary pour a cheerful toast and fill it happy anniversary but be careful you don't fill it happy anniversary oh happy anniversary happy anniversary happy anniversary happy anniversary this is the world of boating greg your first mate captain patrick mike the mariner and I was going to say Barry the Boater, but he's not with us. But we have Captain Rusty, so we kind of have a full crew. Well, you got um, somebody who's trying to connect with us. Who? Uh, the second most senior member of the show. Ooh. Okay. Well, Well, what are you going to do? We'll just have to wait till the commercial break. No! And, yep, we will. So uh, we'll, we'll have That's to have right. that be those, a mystery guest. A mystery no, no, guest is going to join us a little bit later on. Yes, let's just leave it at that. It's Captain Keith. Captain Keith is incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, see, but the fact that Mike and, and Rusty didn't laugh, they have no idea who I'm talking about. I, I remember Captain Keith. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. From I, Discover I Boating, back from the uh, NMMA. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and actually he's. Uh, isn't he in North Carolina somewhere now? Yeah, he's working with, uh, what, uh, well, uh, what's the brand of boats, Patrick? What does he work with? Car- Carabelli? No. Nope. No. What is it? Riballo? No. Is that right? Nope. Uh, Rubovich? No. Nope. What is it again? Regu- regulator. regulator. There you go, Regulator. Right. Mm. Is, it, is, it, is Captain Marlon Scott joining us, Greg? I don't know. You evidently have booked a bunch of people I had no idea was even being considered today. I thought we banned him from the show. 
Okay, I don't know what we did. But let's talk about the future. We looked back at the past. Have you thought about what to expect 17 years from now as we celebrate our 17th year on the air here at the World of Boating, Patrick, or not? Sure, because we've been doing nothing but talking about that probably for about the past year, which is the electrification of the boating industry. Mm -hmm. You're going to see, I think the first thing you're going to see is generators going by the wayside. And then you're going to see the influx of hybrid power plants um, as the industry continues to move towards I think you know you're, what they what they're going to want to do is become uh, environmentally sustainable in in that regard, power wise, and move towards being totally non fossil fuel burning. Okay, that is the future, uh, like the Novalux boat that we've been talking to those folks about. Well, Novalux, I mean, it's a, harnessing you know the the solar aspect to provide power mm-hmm. certainly, um, larger battery banks mm-hmm. as the battery sizes. Um, decrease, you know, weight-wise, but yet the capacity to hold more uh, of a charge. uh, Inverter systems taking the Mm -hmm. place of generators. Uh, And the almost to the point uh, where you've got self-driving, totally self-driving. I'm not just talking about autopilot. I'm talking about everything from the only thing you're going to have to do is is untie the boat and tie the boat up if you want. Uh, the technology that we see in the automotive end will migrate to boats um, to where you're going to be able to go in and basically point on your flat screen on your helm, this is where I want to go, or input your destination, untie the lines, mm-hmm. and then just sit back. And for me, yeah. that's boring. But for some people, yes, I would that'll be, that. you know... <laughs> Um, the end all be all. What do you think, uh, Rusty? Well, uh, I mean, are you, do you see that coming too? I definitely see that coming now. And that will be, I, I think, you know, we can kind of have that autopilot now, but the part where you can get it to dock itself is going to be amazing and helpful. And it's already there. Well, it's already there, but it's only going to get more Greg proof. That's what I, well, I see that coming. I like that technology. You're 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 going to wind up with the first marina that has smart slips yeah. that will integrate with whatever mm-hmm. system that you have. They won't come soon tran- enough, especially for transient boaters. Mm-hmm. Again, to where all you've got to do, you're even going to find probably shore powers will shore power cords will wind up going away. That's a big stretch as far as 17 years from now. But to where when you dock in. It will just be able to uh, do all the work for you. Yeah, yeah pretty well, much. I, just like a ride at Disney World. You know, you don't have to be you don't have to be a thinker. You just hop on your boat and let the computer take over and get you to where yeah. you want to be. Yeah. Well, they have to they have to address two sides of the equation. They have to address, of course, the power side, the battery side, the power quality, the size and weight of batteries, and the, quite frankly, the the safety. Of batteries. I mean, we've all seen, you know, uh, battery-powered cars erupt in flames, and you can't put those flames out once they start. So. Yeah, that's a hamper yeah. on the future, right there. They got to get uh, but, over that whole well, fire they'll, issue. They'll yeah. they'll figure that out. But mm-hmm. then there's the other side, and that's the load side. You know, it's uh, you know, air conditioning with uh, inverter motors versus you know what what I have on this boat. You know, um, so when when you you address the load side you can run more 
uh, more systems on battery versus, you know, needing to have higher, higher voltage. Well, sure. I think that's, you're going to see uh, companies like Marine Air, um, mm-hmm. where, you know, Dometic systems, where they are going to start to focus on kind of like what Seakeeper has done, where now they've got 12-volt um, stabilizers, you know, mm-hmm. for smaller boats to where, you know, you don't necessarily need a generator to run it, but you need to have yeah. enough battery power and you need to have engines that are putting out enough through an alternator. And that's another right. thing that we've seen and will continue to see is marine manu- engine manufacturers offering larger capacity alternators to keep up with the demand. So it's all going to kind of meld together for all mm-hmm. of these different parts that to really help each other um, to provide to the boater, you know, that, that next generation of boating that is really just around the corner. I don't even, I mean, 17 years, I, I mm-hmm. think you'll probably see it really in the next seven to 10. Yeah. And yeah, Mike, look at the bright side here too. You won't have to fry any uh, generators if you have no shore power and you're generating your own in the future. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it gives Mike an excuse to buy another boat is what it does. Well, maybe. That's right. By the way, did you resolve that issue yeah. from last week? Did you find yes, out? Yes, I did. I, repla- I replaced my fuel pump, and my generator is running great. Yeah. And uh, it was a it was a fuel pump, good. or I was it solenoid? Anom- I did have one anomaly that I'll tell you about. Yeah. So I installed the fuel pump and got everything all connected. Uh, put a, a voltmeter on, made sure I had the leads right, and then somehow when I was, you know, when I had my fingers up under that uh, fuel pump, I reversed the I reversed the leads. And then the generator wouldn't start. So I spent three hours trying to figure out that issue mm. and uh, and then realized... Uh, it was well, operator error. Yeah. yeah. Or installation so reverse error. reverse the wires and, you know, generator's good. Okay. Everything's all good. All Lesson right. learned. There you go. So it was uh, the fuel pump, the solenoids, that was the issue? No, sol- no solenoid was fine. It was I, just I, those I, wires. Or crossed? No, no, no. The pump, the pump. It was the pump. It so was then, the pump. Then, okay, all right. Then, but then when it wouldn't start, I thought, well, no, the pump had to be good. And it was the solenoid. There you go. Then, you can catch up with the rest of class from last week's show. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, that's me. We're celebrating 17 years on the air today with the World of Boating. No fooling. April Fool's Day is our anniversary date, and we passed it with flying colors. Or basically nobody noticed. So uh, we're still on the air after all these years. And we got uh, Captain Rusty, uh, you know, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, and we're joined by a special guest who was there from day one now. Yes, the engineer is finally with us as well. That would be Bill, the engineer. Welcome, Bill. How are you, buddy? It's good to see you. (laughs) It's nice that I was able to come back. Well, he's a little slow. See? 70th anniversary show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you for having me with you. There you go. So, yeah, Bill's, uh, you know, moving a little slow in his old age. The rest of us are young and sprightly and... I have all my original parts, Greg. Okay. You can't say the same. You're looking good for 104. That's right. Thank you. That's right. Patrick, what do you say you? 
Yeah, final word on a look into the future. Um, yeah. Greg is sampling all of our voices, just so you guys know. Right. And we will be replaced by AI versions yeah. of each one of us. I already have avatars designed for every World of Boating crew member. Little known hey. fact, that's Bill right now. Okay. Uh, a, a lot of people don't know this. All of my intelligence is artificial. Huh. <laughs> Mine too. What a coincidence. <laughs> yeah. Well... You don't want to see what Patrick's avatar looks like. Let me just leave it at that. Is it is it is it the one that looks like uh, chocolate ice cream? It's the one that looks like Wilson from Chocolate Home and Ice Cream. Yeah, yep. The poop emoji. You're you're on track there. You're on track is that, for sure. Is that Wilson or Kilroy? I don't know. Who's here? Yeah, one of them. <laughs> but uh, you'll have to stick around for another seventeen years to find out what those avatars look like. All right, so. I'm yeah. just following Greg's directions because he gets mad if I don't. And he said, I have to put my face right up to the screen in order to be heard. Okay. I, uh, okay. A, yes. <laughs> and he no. He doesn't mean the computer screen. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. And, you know, seven, we've been doing me know. 17 years. Well, you'd think we'd have these kinks worked out by now. But no, that's just not how we roll here at the World of Boating. We learn as we go. We learn from our mistakes. If we didn't make any mistakes, we wouldn't be learning. And we're always learning, right? Right. We should have learned a ton by listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. a boat really oh it's about time on this boat we'll sail away tonight and on this boat confess that you were right sometimes i hate the world and them and all can you please take me away before i break oh kevin we're saved come sail away with me is the world of boating gregor first mate captain patrick mike the mariner captain rusty and even bill the engineer rounding out the crew uh barry the boater would be with us on our 17 year anniversary show but uh he's a little under the weather after getting his vaccine yesterday uh just uh n- nothing serious i he I, I he said something about sprouting a third nipple or something like that but look hell you can look at that as is a side effect a or, or a bonus right exactly <laughs> Isn't that his third, third nipple? <sighs> could be. Could be. Maybe that was what he's concerned about. I don't know. But third, uh, we'll third find nipple. out so, next week. Six, number six or seven? Then. I, you know, I lost count. I'm trying to do the math. I blocked it out every time he brought it up. So, you know, it <laughs> like is three what Three to it the is. third power. Yeah. What is, uh, what is Bill the Engineer exactly doing on our YouTube and Facebook live stream today? I, I don't, uh, I see a shark. We're going to need it. We're gonna need a bigger boat. Is that what it, what you're doing there, Bill? Care to explain? Uh, okay, he's just amusing himself <laughs> and those that can see him on uh, Facebook Live and yeah, I've been on the show for like three minutes. I'm bored. Well, hey, we've improved in 17 years. After, after 17 years, <laughs> yeah, it used to be after 60 seconds he was out like a light. So we've gotten better over the years. So by the way, in, in in recognition of the 17th anniversary. Um, 
want to point out that we are on our 17th studio. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, that's if you count everyone's home studio. <laughs> that's right. We're uh, oh, that's remote. even more. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I, I think I went through four four studio changes. Okay. Starting. And you're right? you're well, proud of well, that, be, or I don't know. Well, what, no, no, no. As, before you built the studio in your home, right? Uh, the, my studio moved several times because the places which owned the radio station yeah. studios, which we had built. Kick we're shady. Right. We're, we're shady. Move in the middle of the night, uh, ah. kind of operations. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, you know, sometimes that'll happen. So is this an upgrade? I don't know. Maybe we should just leave that one lie. You think? I like this one here, where I don't have to wear pants. Okay. <laughs> we didn't need to know that, but I will point out that I love doing the show from the boat. Well, I do. You know, Perfect Mike. Place, Mike right? the Mariner definitely has the best view out of all of us. That's. Uh, that is very clear. Did you guys talk about the thing Facebook which, which uh, Mike posted earlier already? About? The, no, uh, because, the because it really, really annoyed me. Well, <laughs> what, what was that, Mike? What did you post? I saw something, but refresh well, our I memory. Mean, so uh, on, the, on the other side of the marina is the boat ramp. And mm-hmm. um, I was sitting here. I was actually trying to fix my uh, spotlight, which is not working, my remote spotlight. It's and, because it's daytime, uh, Mike. And I happened to notice this boat had been in the water and out of the water two or three or four times. And I, you know, I started paying attention to it and realized these guys were trying to launch their boat, but they had the, uh, they had the tow strap uh, still tied to the trailer and they couldn't figure out why the boat wouldn't float. <laughs> and, you know, and I was, uh, I was shaking my head going, really? <laughs> I just don't, you know. You're looking at these guys saying, you know, I bet if those guys have a generator, they have reversed the polarity That's of the wires and can't get their generator started. They're that stupid. Yeah. Now, it looked yeah. like a twin-engine jet boat is what they were trying <laughs> yeah, to launch. That's, and- that's exactly get- what it was. It was uh-huh. got that ramp, you know. You got to give those guys credit for, one, using transom straps. So let's not belittle uh, people who are actually yeah. doing things the right way. Uh-huh. And, two, it was a teaching moment, Mike. Mm-hmm. And you should have got up, and I understand that you don't have a loud hailer installed on that boat yet, but no. you could have got out your semaphore flags and started doing semaphore. <laughs> well, they, yeah, I'm sure they just, would have understood all of it. I'm just saying, and, just uh, run them up. Run them up and the, then the other thing, this was, all, this was all happening right before the show, so it's not like right. I could go over there and talk to the guys and then yeah. make it here. You know, you got to laugh at them first, and you just had time to laugh at them and point well, it out. I've seen, I've seen some amazing things. Things at this ramp. I saw a guy drop a 26 foot uh, Grady White at the top of the ramp because he expected everything and then tried to back down the ramp of the boat, rolled off the trailer, landed on the cement, and slid Oof. all the way down into the water. Ooh. Wow. That happened last year. I don't take yeah. the barnacles yeah, was, off the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's one way um, to clean them. Yeah, it was a very yeah. clean boat. Yeah, and it left a nice <laughs> white fiberglass stripe down the ramp, oh. too. Yeah, those are, those are true skid marks. Uh huh. Yeah. Did yeah. he continue with his day of boating, or did that end it? For yeah. Him? Well, yeah. See. Yeah. They, no. They. Yeah. The boat. The, thank God he had the engines rotated all the way up. So, yeah. um, I'm sure his gel coat was scored pretty badly. But you know, they got on the boat and checked said, everything out. Wow. I said I meant to do that as soon as they got up <laughs> on the boat and took off. Actually, his exact words were when he noticed the boat sliding down the ramp, he'd put his head out the window and said, well, that's one way to do it. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> it is. That's exactly what he said. No cuss words or anything. Well, 
And that, that's, <laughs> no, not a, that's not a particularly <laughs> steep ramp at that marina. Did, was he using a roller trailer or? Yes. Yes. Ah! Yeah, the roller trailer. Exactly. Yeah. Well, you know, I was I was way down the seawall. I saw him get out. I didn't know what he was doing. But it turns out what he was doing was releasing the eye hook and the, yep. on the on the crank. And, you know, I guess he thought it would stay on the trailer. But nope. nope. Not not on a roller trailer. <laughs> no, that's that's, the idea. that's why they that's, that's why they call roller trailers. That's not a bug. That's a feature. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, well, always easy, wait. Till, it's an easy launch. I think they call it easy launch trailer. <laughs> yeah, always wait. To, always wait till the tra- always wait till the transoms in the water before you release the bow hook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Rusty, have you ever been the uh, subject of? Of that type of stuff, you've never made any mistakes in your boating adventures, have you? Not that anybody pointed out to me. I've run aground, as we all know, a few times. Right. But those never we won't bring up. They, they've but. never uh, showed up on YouTube. No one got any no, video no, of that. I, not, not that oh. I know of. Yeah, but uh, Rusty is getting ready to make a uh, trip over to the Bahamas where he finally found a ferry service that will take the truck, the trailer, and the boat. <laughs> okay. That's true. That'd be the way to go. You know, it would save a lot, a lot of gas. Well, there's but, that, I guess. Yeah. But I, but I am going and I'm excited because both my boys are going to go with me. We'll, we'll do the trip like uh, we did before with the Department of Ministry of Tourism from the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. And this time I'm going to the Grand Bahama mm-hmm. Island. So um, I'm really excited about that. I already started planning it, got my hotel room. Uh, if you've never done that, it's just such a nice trip. Yeah. 100, 100 mm-hmm. miles from Fort Lauderdale to there. All right. Are you all... How uh, many boats are going? I don't know yet. Uh, they said the most they'll take is between 15 and 30. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many people signed up. Uh, it costs $75 to go, uh, right. to sign up to go with them. So paid my money. I'm on the list. Yeah. When is it again? When are you going? I am going June the 15th. Okay. Well, by then... Uh, they'll probably have changed their rules and stuff uh, too. So you, you I mean, may, June, may not June, even have to get a negative test by then. I hope not. Yeah, yeah. June if, 9th is, is when I'm going to. Yeah. The if you, if you know when they're going, if they publish that information and you know where the departure point is, why would you pay the 75 bucks? Why wouldn't you just follow them? <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I, there's that. It's a good I point. Should, yeah. It's 30 <laughs> boats. How could you get lost? <laughs> I just Am want to I be a team there? player. I, I, I want the T-shirt. So. That's right. They give you a free T-shirt for that seventy-five bucks. You get a free T-shirt. That's right. So you know, and the camaraderie of no, they they actually help you out quite a bit, especially with the paperwork and going through customs in the Bahamas and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all yeah. apps now, Greg. It's all apps. It's yeah. all digital. Well, uh, and ball bearings. I don't know if that's apps uh, and ball bearings. I don't know if that's true for the Bahamas, though. Is it? And going in the Bahamas, from what I can tell, it'll still be the same way. Coming back, of course, a couple of years ago, they changed to the Rome app. Uh, the government did, which yeah. they just do it through FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And really easy. I've already done all that and got signed up. Are you so, carrying any drugs? No. 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 No, I'm not. Not anymore. Yeah, don't. Where? Where's that voice coming from? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well. You know, uh, Rusty's boy, getting that went south. In. That whole thing went south really quick. Yeah, it did. Didn't it? <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah. They're they're not going to think that it, that it's something that he's going to put up his nose when Rusty talks. And it's like, well, yeah, things are things are good, things are fine. Why are you asking? <laughs> Why are you so mellow? Uh, mm-hmm. Just cause. 
just taking it easy. I'm in the Bahamas. I'm laid back. You know, right. I'm just. I have a prescription. Okay. Fine. All right. Yeah. All right. Now we're getting into too much. There it is. <laughs> information. Just make, just make sure you're wearing your press hat. <laughs> and, uh, you'll be fine. Uh, for the world of bloating, because we don't want to be associated with that, I don't think. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we have standards. They're much lower than what uh, what Rusty yeah, puts it, out there it, on a yes. regular basis. All right, more it's coming up show. on the 17th year anniversary of the world of bloating. Stay close. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the boating world? Well, look no further than the World of Boating Radio Show. Just like you, thousands of boating enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to worldofboating.com, send us an email, and let's get to work to make your marketing message matter. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spiderwebbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers listen up from their high-impact NK resin to their exclusive power claw latches, Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast you don't have a clue what it is like now to basically there's two ways to turn a boat it's coming about, yeah. which is turning into the wind, and there's jiving, which is turning away from the wind. Mm-hmm. Now, jiving is something that you never want to do with a rookie on board, so let's just give it a shot. Well, wait, 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 wait. Why is jiving bad? It's not bad. It's just fun. Jive, oh! Come on, man. Let's get over there. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, Captain Rusty, Bill the Engineer, rounding out the crew. As we navigate the latest boating news and information and reflect on 17 years of doing the World of Boating radio show. Yes, we've made it this far. We might even make it to next week. 
no telling. Patrick, what say you? Well, um, really wanted to get off that subject and actually talk about some boat stuff. Okay, go. Are you up for that? Because all these stories that we usually don't get to talk about, they are on the World of Boating Facebook page. So if you haven't checked this out, like us and at worldofboating.com. And as we were talking about the future of boating uh, across the newswire earlier this week, BRP, uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with that, uh, that's Bombardier, um, CDUs and stuff like Burp. that, they're, they're going to invest $300 million in electrification. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So they are looking at uh, energy and torque development. Uh, they have formed an electric vehicle development center in Canada to integrate the charger and battery pack into the vehicles that's going across their land-based and their water-based uh, vehicles. Um, a location in Austria will develop the inverter and electric motors. Again, we were talking about the inverter systems a little earlier. Uh, the Rotax, again, for those of you familiar with the SeaDoo product, uh, the Rotax electric power unit and BRP Sonic E cart that they're using right now was conceived and built in Austria. So uh, they are investing pretty heavily in the future. Unlike this show. <laughs> what do you mean? We've invested uh, a lot of time and effort uh, into the world yeah. of boating over these 17 years. Come on. Yeah. Uh, a lot of tears, a lot of tears over the years. Earlier this week, we also posted about um, Florida in particular, uh, even though this is the world of boating, has averaged seven manatee deaths a day. Jeez. Guess guess what the leading cause isn't? Weather. Boats. Boats. <laughs> Correct. Really? Uh, yes. How, how about, the, gra- how about the environment? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, what? Wait, wait, hold on. Patrick, it's, what it's, is it? It's environmental in nature. So they're seeing the depletion of seagrass. Mm-hmm. Um the colder waters, the power plants that have uh, gone away. Uh, there was a story, I don't know if you remember, a few years ago where they actually had to put electric water heaters in the water where the one power plant was because as they were dismantling it, that this, the, the manatees know by instinct to come in there every time the water gets cold and there was no no warm water. Yeah. So they, yeah. they actually they- had to artificially warm the water for them so that they didn't die. How so, did they artificially warm the water? They what, peed in it. That's what I was going to say. Is that uh, <laughs> they, they got they got teams of round the clock volunteers to just yeah. stand in waist deep water peeing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had a yeah, giant that, tea kettle. <laughs> well, you you can't imagine the waste of energy that is. I mean, before it was the outflow from from the the, the plant, you know, right. the, the nuclear produced, power plant, right? Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. And then, uh, you know, for them to have to artificially heat the water in the area to save manatees is, I mean, think of the power bill in your home. Yeah, you but that, that's, that's, that's where the, the, the uh, manatee organizations get on the county commission and state commissions and say, look, you, you created this area where they know instinctively to go, and now you're taking it away. They, there's nowhere else in this area where it's got warm water. They're going to mm-hmm. die. Yeah. Um, so, so, so hopefully, hopefully the focus can be turned on environmental issues the way that they've turned them on boating issues and um, kind of arrest that uh, trend of seven on average a day uh, passing away. Also, there was a thing where I saw the World of Boating News team said that I was going to be posting my favorite manatee recipes. Mm. That is incorrect. <laughs> um, I will not post them. You can email me and I will give them to you. That's okay. fair. That's All fair. Right. The protest. 
they, uh, you remember I've the year that they, fire. you remember the year they moved the uh, Major League Baseball All Star Game because of Patrick's uh, manatee recipes. I remember that. Huh. Okay. <laughs> that did it was going to be in Tampa, and they said no, too close, too close to Patrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, we're all aware of the uh, the lack of boats out there in the market. Um, if you're looking for a new boat, that's pretty thin. If you're looking for a decent used boat, uh, pretty thin, unless you're pretty diligent in your search the way Mike was. Um, but it's gotten so bad attest, that man. over in southern Germany, they are now recovering a 4,000-year-old boat. Um, that is, uh, no, no, that's what? not the reason. No, <laughs> they are not getting it because there are no other boats. <laughs> <laughs> They're not Thanks going to bit, Bill. Uh, well, you know what? I'm I'm not going to buy into the argument oh. that they're they're getting this boat. They're not going to be bringing up the graph speed. That's not going to happen. Well, this and... this this one that they're bringing up actually has Florida boat rentals on the side of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's just common, ridiculous. It's the most common boat name I've ever seen. Rent yeah. <laughs> rent me. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's like there's a lot of boats around here called Brentney. That's a very popular name. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so what is the story? Get it out there, Patrick, about this boat. They just, they just, well, Bill, you got it? No, I don't have it. Oh, I, just, <laughs> I just knew your answer wasn't correct. I knew they weren't digging it up. You were commenting on he it. Knew like this. You knew the story. Uh, they, just, they just found this old canoe and uh, they decided that, hey, it's 4,000 year old. 4,000 euro. Obviously, everything here in Germany is going so great, we can spend this money on recovering a 4,000-year-old canoe. Okay. Are they going to put an outboard on it? They're going to sell it and call it vintage or something, I guess, right? <laughs> it's quaint. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, hopefully you don't get a resort to that level of uh, boat to find a used one out on the market. There's a few out there. You just got to dig a little deeper. And on that note, for the 17th year, we'll wrap it up till next time. Remember, whether it's sail or motor... Life is better better as as a motor. Safe boating, everyone. Barnacle-bitten swab. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at worldofboating.com. <gasps> Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.